Hello guys, welcome to podcast 26 of Let's Revise MBBS and today we are going to talk about fetal care and fetal surveillance. Okay, so let's first see about trisomy screening. So in the first trimester around 11 to 14 weeks, we can do two tests. The one is bio, we can do two screenings. First one is biochemical screening and the other one is biophysical screening. So in biochemical screening, we check two markers. The one is beta HCG and the other one is PAP A. Okay, placenta associated plasma protein A. These are the two, two proteins which we check in the first trimester, two markers uh, in biochemical, biochemical screening. So in trisomy, if it is trisomy 21, then beta HCG level will be increased and the level of PAP A will be decreased. Okay. I'll tell you the reasons for this uh, later, why uh, is beta HCG increased and why are the other markers decreased. But for now, remember, if it is trisomy 21, then beta HCG is high and PAPE is low. Okay, this is about biochemical score. And in biophysical score, uh, we, we check the knuckle translucency. So it is called anti-scan and we do it by USG and it is done around 11 to 14 weeks. Okay. In this, there is a critical cutoff which is 3 mm and if the knuckle translucency is more than 3 mm, then we should suspect trisomy 21 or Down syndrome. If this is positive, like if biochemical or biophysical test is positive, it's just a screening test. So if it is positive, we need to go for a confirmatory test. So the confirmatory test which we do here after this screening test come positive is chorionic villus sampling along with karyotyping. So we'll get a confirmed idea whether it is trisomy 21 or not. So if this screening is positive, it means that there is one in 250 chance of the patient having Down syndrome. So even this chance is quite less. So we cannot just terminate the pregnancy if the screening tests are positive. We need to go for the confirmatory test that is chorionic villus sampling and karyotyping. So this is about tri uh, first trimester. Now let's talk about second trimester. Uh, we do uh, trisomy screening in second trimester between 15 to 20 weeks. So here, so here we use triple markers, three markers, beta HCG, alpha fetoprotein, and unconjugated estrogen. Okay, beta HCG as usual increases in Down syndrome, but alpha fetoprotein and unconjugated estrogen decreases. Okay, in trisomy 18, everything decreases: beta HCG, AFP, and unconjugated estrogen all decrease in trisomy 18 but beta HCG remains high in trisomy 21. Okay, if this screening test is positive, again we go for confirmatory test and here the confirmatory test is amniocentesis with karyotyping. Okay, so this is triple screening test. There is one more screening test which is quadruple screening test. Here we add inhibin A which is extra. The three components of triple test are same beta HCG, alpha fetoprotein and unconjugated estrogen along with it we also do inhibin A. So the sensi sensitivity of quadruple test is more than that of triple test. Okay. One more screening test is there which is NIPT non-invasive prenatal test. So in this test we take the maternal uh, venous blood and we check for fetal DNA in maternal blood. Okay. It's done mostly after 10 weeks and it is very sensitive. Okay, but if it is, it's not confirmatory test, it is a screening test. 
so if it is positive we need to go for confirmatory test right and uh, now let's see about the causes for uh, rise in each of the uh, levels each of the marker levels so uh, first let's talk about afp so it said that in down syndrome the yolk sac and the uh, all the fetal uh, yolk sac is smaller okay so if the yolk sac is smaller the uh, afp which is produced by the yolk sac will be less so in the in trisomy 21 in down syndrome alpha fetoprotein is less it's decreased okay uh, it is also said that uh, the fetal other parts other hormones other glands are smaller so placenta and fetal liver or adrenal glands are smaller so estrogen is produced with the help of dhas which is produced from fetal adrenal gland so if the fetal adrenal gland is smaller than normal the level of estriol unconjugated will be lesser so that's why unconjugated estriol is lower is decreased in down syndrome now for hcg the the reason for why, which for why hcg is higher is not very clear but it is said that mm, there is hyper there is hyper like there is more transcription going on and there is hyperactivation of the gene which produces beta hcg beta hcg and the half life of beta hcg is also increased in down syndrome this is one possibility and another is that the availability or the receptors for beta hcg are reduced that's why beta hcg is available in the uh, blood for a longer time so this is the proposed cause for higher levels of hcg okay right so now this was about trisomy screening now let's talk about third trimester screening now there is a test which you must have heard of which is nst non stress test so there are four things which we check in non stress test the first one is heart rate then acceleration decelerations and beat to beat variability so these are the four things which we check so heart rate normally should be between 110 to 160 okay now acceleration what is acceleration the heart beats should increase by 15 for at least 15 seconds and it should be twice that this should happen twice in 20 to 40 minutes so i'll repeat acceleration means the heart beat should rise by 15 for 15 seconds twice in 20 minutes in 20 to 40 minutes okay so if this is happening then it is called acceleration so ac acceleration should be there acceleration is normal if acceleration is not happening then it's it's an abnormality okay so first one was heart rate the acceleration then deceleration there should be no deceleration deceleration is just similar to acceleration but it should decrease so in acceleration it was increasing by 15 beats for 15 seconds in deceleration it decreases by 15 beats for 15 seconds so deceleration is abnormal okay and bit to bit variability so between every bit there there can be a variability of 5 to 25 beats so that's okay and bit to bit variability should be present okay if it is not present the bit to bit variability is 0 or less than 5 then that indicates an abnormality or the fetus is in stress okay in distress so these are the four components which we check in as nst and if everything is normal then we call it reactive nst and if anything is abnormal 
like if there is no acceleration or there is deceleration then we call it non-reactive NST okay now there is one more thing which is cardio tocography so as the name suggests cardio is heart and toco is uterus so it measures the relation of uterine contraction to the fetal heart rate okay so normally when uterus contracts there will be decrease in fetal heart rate okay why because the blood supply is decreased because of contractions and fetus, fetus may go into distress but only for that duration of time for which the uterus is contracting so deceleration may happen so now there are three types of deceleration early deceleration late deceleration and variable deceleration so early deceleration means when the uterus is contracting at the same time the heart rate is decreasing and when the contraction decreases or when the contraction stops the heart rate comes back to normal this is early deceleration which is normal and which can happen in all normal fetuses so early deceleration is normal but in late deceleration it is that the uterus contracts okay and when the contraction stops then the heart rate starts falling down so it is late it's it the decrease in heart rate or the deceleration happens after the contraction is over so that is not normal so it can suggest it can suggest that the uh, there is uteroplacental insufficiency or preeclampsia or iugr so late deceleration can suggest these findings okay and variable variable deceleration means that the decrease in heart rate and the amount of decrease and the timing is pathological like it's not only after the uterus has contracted it can happen even if the uterus is not contracting and every time the amount of deceleration which is happening the amount of fall which is happening can be variable so that is variable deceleration it's due to cord compression or cord prolapse or cord around neck so both late and variable deceleration are abnormal okay and early deceleration is normal so if the patient is having early deceleration or late deceleration but it's sometimes it's not constant then we can go for normal vaginal delivery but if it is persistent late deceleration or variable deceleration then we need to go for c section okay right now one more scoring system is there which is biophysical score okay now here again there are two types modified biophysical score and normal biophysical score so modified biophysical score is like a screening test so first we do modified biophysical score if that is abnormal then we do the complete biophysical score so in uh, in modified biophysical score there are two things which we check first one is nst which we have already talked about and the other one is amniotic fluid pockets the deep the single largest pocket okay why have we chosen this two because nst gives us idea about acute condition acute state of the fetus and amniotic fluid pockets give us the idea about the chronic condition that's why if we take consider just these two we can have an idea about the acute state as well as chronic state of the fetus okay now single deepest pocket we have to, we have talked about this single deepest pocket so if it is between 2 to 8 it is normal 2 to 8 cm it is normal less than 2 and more than it is abnormal okay and nst also we have talked about nst so if these two are abnormal then we need to go for the biophysical score which is also known as manning score 
So there are five components. So these two components are there, NST and alpha uh, amniotic fluid pocket. And the other three are related to tone and movement. So first one is, the third one is tone of the fetus, then the gross movement and the breathing movements. Okay, so these are total five criteria which we use for biophysical score. So and each criteria has two points. So maximum points we can give is 10. Okay, so if the score is 8, by 8 out of 10 or 10 out of 10, then that is normal. We just need to continue the pregnancy. We do not need to terminate or do not need to intervene. If the score is 6 by 10, okay, then we need to reassess, recheck the BP, uh, biophysical scoring. Okay, and then check for whether the amniotic fluid pocket is normal or it is less, right? If it is less than, uh, if it is less than normal, if it's less than 2, then we need to deliver the baby at or after 37 weeks. Okay, if the baby is already of 37 weeks, then we need to deliver. But if it is, if uh, he or she is of less than 37 weeks, then we repeat the biophysical scoring and we again check the score. If it is, again, if the score is more than 6, then we continue the screen, continue the screening and continue the pregnancy. If it goes less than 6, then we need to terminate. So we have seen 8 by 10 and 10 by 10 is normal. 6 by 10 is slightly abnormal. So we need to reassess the patient. And if it is 0, 2 or 4 out of 10, then straight away terminate the pregnancy. Okay. So last part is the Doppler. So Doppler is mainly used to assess the blood flow and most importantly is the diastolic flow. So uh, and it is and Doppler can also be used to predict preeclampsia. Okay. So if the diastolic flow is present, then we continue the pregnancy. But if the diastolic flow is absent, then we need to give steroids to the patient to the patient and immediately terminate the pregnancy at 34 weeks. Do not wait. And if the diastolic flow is reversed, then we don't have any time. We need to do emergency LSCS. Okay. So Doppler, three findings. Normal, normal diastolic flow, continue the pregnancy. Absent diastolic flow, give steroid and terminate at 34 weeks. Reverse diastolic flow, emergency LSCS. Okay, so we have talked about trisomy screening in first trimester, second trimester. We talked about double, triple and quadruple test, screening test. Then we talked about the normal fetal care, about the NST, cardiotocography and biophysical, modified biophysical scoring and then Doppler. Right, so that's all for today's podcast. See you in the next podcast. Till then, enjoy and keep studying. Bye-bye.